Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. And we are back, and welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, your unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this 7 to 10 year real estate boom. Listen in now and learn exactly what it takes to really truly get the most out of this real estate boom. And as we talk every day on our radio show and with all our great coaching clients, remember to always have the most dominant thought in your head, uh, how can I be of service to you? What can I do to be of service to my prospective and current existing clients? Guys, that is your most dominant thought in your head. will always make things happen smoother, more organically, with a lot less stress. And you'll be surprised if you can live that life of being of service, how much more, frankly, money you'll make. And nothing wrong with that. So without any further delay, Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here. So um, I'm looking at the upcoming interviews or the upcoming radio shows the rest of this week. We have Steve Brown, which is the National Association of Realtors president. Steve is, of course, a longtime friend of Julie Nice, and he is tomorrow. He's fantastic. Um, and then also Louise Ortiz, who you guys will know from Bravo uh, TV's uh, Millionaire, or no, it's Selling New York. He is going to be on Friday. Louise had to reschedule because he had a showing appointment for a $10 million property, and I can't really you know, fault him for that. That's a Let's pretty see, good be, excuse, I guess. Be on a radio show <laughs> or make a quarter million dollars. Let's uh, see. I guess right. So money. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, great. So, we'll Julie, I – we have, mm-hmm. I mean, I had, uh, I don't even know how many coaching calls I had today, and I know you had a lot too. Mm-hmm. I'm interested from your schedule, from your perspective, from all the great uh, realtors we're coaching, and you're coaching specifically, share with the listeners some of the experiences that you had with, especially some of your newer clients. Sure. Well, I have a newer client. Her name is Jeanette. She's in Outer Banks, South Carolina, a great little market out there. And, you know, it's funny because she came to the call and she's like, I can't believe the difference your pre-listing package makes. And I've been (laughs) on her and on her to get this thing done. Yes, it's a little bit of a project. It does take some effort, some engineering. But she said, I cannot believe it's doing exactly what you promised it would do. I said, tell me about that. She said her latest listing presentation she showed up to was half the time that it normally took her. The sellers acted like they knew her already. It was objection-free, and she took the listing with ease, okay, which is different than what her normal drill had been, which was knock down, drag out, pray to the real estate gods, hopefully they choose you, okay? Now, her comment was interesting, especially because she had been using a pre-listing pack, so it wasn't that she hadn't done it or didn't believe in it, but she was using a company-generated generic pack of paper that pretty much looked like everybody else. So when we started working on this, her comment initially was, well, I already have that. I already do that, okay? And then we worked on, well, you may already have that, but is it it accomplishing what it's supposed to? And based on her commentary of how her listings had been going, where she was taking about 50% of the time and spending too much time there, not being able to close on the initial appointment, yeah, she was using it, but it wasn't effective. So it was exciting to hear that she got it done and implemented Go ahead. I have a theory about people that take too long, especially those of you who are coaching clients, to get their pre-listing pack done. You want to hear it? Please. 
it's because they are uh, that's their last excuse before they actually have to get to work. A lot of you guys <laughs> I think you're don't right. realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. They procrastinate because as soon as the pre-listing pack's done, they're out of things to procrastinate. They're excuse-free. That's right. That's right. You guys will be honestly stunned and amazed as hopefully more and more of you migrate back towards the sanity of being a seller's agent and get away from the insanity of buying buyer leads. As more of you guys wake up to the fact that the buying buyer leads thing is sort of a black hole trend that – it's not something that any of you want to be over-invested in. I know, unfortunately, thousands of you are, and you don't not, you're not knowing what to do. You know, and by the way, the today's topic of today's radio show is really digging down and drilling down into what the heck is going on with the three big portals, Zillow, Trulia, and Realtor.com. We've been hearing more and more of, of the feedback, and Julie's going to share an exact, an exact story of how those portals, those website buyer lead selling companies, that is what they are. They might position themselves as being a real estate information site or all the rest of it. But in essence, you are where you make your money, right? I mean, you know, they make their money selling buyer leads to agents, so they are a buyer lead selling website. That is what they do because that is how they get paid. Um, well, so here's the reality of it. We're hearing consistently that you guys are, those of you who are addicted to buying buyer leads, are being asked for more money. You know, and guess what? The quality of the leads themselves are starting to really degrade to the point where some of you guys are absolutely positively entering into panic mode. Because here it is, spring 2014, and I know a lot of you are realizing what we've been telling you for the better part of a year, that this is the start of a 7- to 10-year real estate boom. You guys are finally seeing that in some of your markets. Pay attention to the new construction, guys. That is where the growth is really going to be this year into next into the following. And you're saying, well, what the heck? I thought I was doing everything right. I was, you know, dutifully buying my buyer leads, and now all of a sudden these buyer leads are, you know, going to hell in a handbasket. They don't seem to work anymore. They're not converting. I'm not getting as many. And, oh, by the way, the cost of buying the buyer leads is going through the roof. So we're going to drill down, and as we always do on this radio show, we're not going to have any sacred cows. We're going to cut right to why buying buyer leads is really insane, and you must stop doing it. There's just no gray area anymore. We're not going to walk on eggshells worrying about offending anyone anymore. Buying buyer leads is the stupidest thing you can possibly be doing right now as a realtor if you expect to actually make a living from this, let alone money at all. So we're going to be talking more about that on today's radio show. And, you know, Julie, I love how the fact that you brought in the pre-listing pack, and a lot of you guys are using sort of your broker's canned expected pre-listing pack, and you know, it doesn't work as well because guess why? Everyone else is just in the same one. And mm-hmm. existing coaching students, you have, even if you're in the Real Estate Coaching Essentials program, doesn't matter which program you're into, you absolutely positively have to get the pre-listing pack done just as we've prescribed for you to use it and then follow the entire listing process that we give you, the step-by-step process. It is exclusive to us. 90% of our listing process you will not hear, you have not have heard of any other place. You will not be familiar with it if you've had other training and whatnot. You're going to essentially learn our listing process, and you're going to be, as Julie said, really surprised how much quicker and easier the listing appointments are. The idea of going on a listing appointment, frankly, and having to overcome objections and having to debate over price and having to deal with all the anxiety-ridden things that all of us do when we go on listing appointments, we're not doing it the right way. Those are all optional at this point at this point in your career, provided you actually employ the things we ask you to do as far as uh, as part of the listing process. So I'm going to take a quick break, and when we come back, 
We're going to dig deep into this topic of why Zillow, Trillia, and Realtor.com buyer lead quality is now in question, and frankly, a lot of you need to start migrating towards the sanity of becoming listing agents. So we're going to take a quick break. Is coaching right for you? And how can I guarantee it will work for me? Chances are you're asking yourself those questions right now. I'll answer those critical questions for you in just a moment. But first, let's be honest about something you may have always suspected. You've probably always known that the nation's top 1% of realtors, you know, those millionaire agents you see on TV, they possess a secret knowledge that the other 99% of agents do not have. Where did they learn what they know? And more importantly, how did they learn how to put this closely guarded information into money-making action? It's simple. They have a coach. Not just any coach. The nation's mega millions, top 1% of the realtors know that in order to maintain their almost unfair advantage, that they must have their own personal coach, a proven market-tested coach who has truly walked in their shoes, a coach who has worked with many of the nation's leading agents. At this point, you're probably ready to maybe try coaching. However, you don't want to be unfairly locked into a long-term ball and chain that coaching contracts can give you. It just makes sense that you should be able to try it before you buy it. Even more importantly, you want to have a coach who is the best of the best not someone who is simply assigned to you, or even worse, has never sold real estate. Can you imagine? If this is you, I have something for you right now that is exactly what you have been looking for. For the next 48 hours, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching is offering you a free coaching call. This is a real coaching call with a real Tim and Julie Harris coach. Now, while you are thinking about it, why don't you visit us online? at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to get started. Once again, that is freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, let's be clear. This exclusive coaching opportunity is only available for the first 50 realtors who are stone-cold serious about their real estate business and know that in order to succeed at the highest level, they must hire a coach. So don't wait any longer. Take action now and visit us again at freecoachingcallsforagents.com to schedule your free coaching call. Again, that's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks so much. See you all soon. Okay, we are back. And so first of all, I want to start out by sharing with you guys um, something that Julie told me today over lunch. So Julie, um, I was referring to the interesting I believe it was a free coaching call or may have been a new coach, a new coaching student conversation you mm-hmm. had about the money she was spending with Zillow. So talk about that exact experience and, and give the exact – because a lot of these guys, Julie, are experiencing this exact same thing right now. And guys, by the way, guys, this is what inspired me to do the radio show on this particular topic. Go ahead, Jules. Right, and this is a newer coaching client, so we're kind of going through her numbers and her budget and stuff like that. And we had, I think this is our second or third call together, on a previous call, we had touched on the fact that some of these paid buyer sites 
inevitably will be raising the price. And where will that end, right? So you kind of get addicted to the potential buyer leads, and then now you got to pay more. And I think the first time she was a little skeptical. So then on her call today, she goes, you're not going to believe the email that I got from Zillow. I said, do tell. And she said she had been spending, I believe the number was about 339 a month, and I believe it was on two zip codes, okay? So she's kind of used to spending this, and she's done a few deals that way. But um, she got an email from Zillow and said, oh, by the way, your contract is coming up, and to get what you have been getting, it will now cost you $9.99. In other words, not 10 bucks more a month, but three times what she'd been paying. And you have the option of staying at your current rate but having fewer opportunities. So that's now, a great email to get first thing in the morning. Isn't this exactly <laughs> what we told you guys would happen? And remember when you originally when Zilla first started out and all the others, you were basically you it wasn't a pay per impression. You were paying for the ad to be by the listing and you were getting list and you're getting leads that way. Now the uh buyer leads. And now the impression thing works basically however many times their system tells them and they tell you that your ad was seen you know, on Zillow, then that's what you're paying for. So now what they're doing is they're going to dilute it even more. They're now going to basically charge her, in essence, more for the same she was getting before in terms of impressions. Mm-hmm. If she doesn't agree to it, then they're basically going to cut her total impressions down for the same right. amount of money. And we can yeah. do the math on this. We can assume that since they're, in essence, tripling her price, we can assume that they're going to reduce the number of leads that they're going to send her by 70%. Guys, I'm, my math is probably not right, and it's probably debatable as far as the actual percentages, but who cares? The fact is, is this is, of course, what they're going to do. And the reason why, and, and it's, let, uh, let me be honest, I'm really impressed with Zillow as a company. Honestly, they're incredible. The technology, they're doing what essentially Realtor.com should have done. They're doing what our industry should have done. Zillow and Trulia are essentially filling the gap that's been created by our industry's apathy. And hats off to them, and they deserve to make the fortunes that they're making from that activity. But my, I'm not an advocate of buying buyer leads. My focus, Julie's focus, our coaching, uh, coach's focus, are what's best for you, the individual practitioner, because we're the only agent-focused coaching business that there is. So the reality of it is, from a buying buyer, buying buyer leads is the absolute height of stupidity in the real estate business. It just is. And today we're going to really drill down on that so you guys can be really clear. But let's start out with the facts. All these guys only have a limited number of agents that they can possibly sell to. I won't get into the nitty-gritty of it. There was a great Seeking Alpha article, if you guys are really interested in learning more about this yourself. Just Google Seeking Alpha and then Zillow. You know, Just put in those keywords and then they did a fantastic job of breaking down all the numbers. The bottom line is, is Zillow is it's widely believed that Zillow really can't sell any more premier uh premier subscriptions to any more agents. They may have reached the total limit of the perspective of, of the agents out there that can afford uh to purchase their services and frankly who are interested in purchasing their services. So now in order for them to make more money, what do they have to do? They have to start making more money per user or diluting what they're delivering to the existing users so that they can sell more premier members, you know, more premier subscriptions, premier agent prescriptions. So this is all predictable. And as again, Zillow, you know, Spencer Raskoff and his team, brilliant people, this is how you continue to grow a business on the backs of agents. You see? 
as long as you guys stay dependent on buying buyer leads, you are never going to learn how to self-generate your own leads. You're never going to learn how to take listings. You're always going to have to succumb to the email that's going to you know, say, best, guess what, we're tripling or doubling or whatever your rate. It's happening to this one gal, and it's going to be happening to you guys as well. Expect it. It's how they have to grow. So here's the other thing I want you to think about. Back when there was Realtor.com, and you know, many of you weren't in the business then, I realize, but I remember when Realtor.com first came into business back in the 90s. You know, Julie and I were selling real estate. That was a really killer way to go about doing, uh, getting leads, not just buyer leads, but seller leads. You know, they used to let you put HTML into the descriptions. You could generate your own business off their website. And then quickly, they obviously shut all that down and then started selling, you know, trying to basically do the same thing that now Zillow and Trulia does. So Zillow and Trulia's business model essentially is replicating what Realtor.com had been doing all those years ago. Now, moving forward, what are we looking at? We're looking at an over-dilution of leads. A buyer goes to an online buyer. Let's just assume an online buyer for the most part is at the very beginning stages of their buying relationship. They're just getting started looking for homes. Otherwise, they'd be working with the realtor, right? So they're not just going to go to Zillow or Trulia. They're going to go to Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com. They might go to some local agents' websites. A lot of brokers around the country have killer websites. So they're not just going to go to one website. They're going to go to two and three and four different websites. All the while, they're leaving all their contact information on every one of these websites. And so when you get a lead... That same lead, that same person, has also filled out forms at all these different websites. And so the actual quality of the lead, that's one of the reasons why agents complain about the quality of leads from Zillatrulia mm-hmm. and Realtor.com. The quality of the lead is going down because the nature of the competition of the people trying to sell you guys the buyer leads has increased. It's the natural part of any business cycle when it comes to a product, that selling buyer leads product, as it were, is entering the mature, it's in the growth stage, quickly going to the mature stage. This is a fad that will not end well for agents who have not yet learned how to generate their own leads. So, Julie, does this resonate with a lot of you, with with you, with a lot of your recent calls? The other thing is impressions. I mean, a lot of these don't even have phone numbers. Yeah. Right? So, I don't know why that's worth paying for, right? I mean, an impression, I can open the phone book and do better, at least I have phone numbers, right? I could go door knock my own neighborhood and have more face-to-face meetings. So I think it just keeps on getting diluted and diluted, and the price goes up while the quality goes down. So if that was something that wasn't a buyer lead, right? So if you went to the grocery store and you noticed that the price was going up on milk, but you only had one day till it expired, so the quality was going down, you wouldn't buy that, would you? You'd go do something else. So it just logically to me as a somewhat analytical person does not make a whole lot of sense that you would be shelling out money for that. Well, absolutely. And, you know, here's the other thing that's happening. Some of you, most of you, I'm guessing, haven't really been paying attention to the big syndication battle that's kind of been raging for the past few years. And right now is, I think, at its absolute zenith in terms of the curiosity of people's interest in this topic. And so here's the bottom line. Agents, brokerages, MLSs, everyone, it's finally National Association of Realtors, is finally sick and tired of the fact that these third-party companies have come in. And essentially, yes, I think we allowed them to come in because they were able to deliver to the consumers what they wanted it better than we did as an industry in terms of information, in terms of listings. But now what's happening is that reverse, that trend is radically reversing. I look in 
Austin, Texas, and I look at other parts of the country where you're seeing the MLSs, and this is another reason why paid buyer leads, the quality is going in the crapper, guys, so pay attention. So what's happening is a lot of the MLSs now are either delaying allowing their listings to be syndicated or not allowing them to be syndicated at all. So you're seeing a complete revolt away from the idea that your listings will be put on all these different websites because a lot of the brokerages and the MLSs are saying, and this has been proven in various studies, more exposure of a listing. You know, the argument, well, how are you going to explain to your seller why their house isn't on this website or that website? Well, okay, by the, you know, the studies that have been done that have proven that more exposure does not increase the sale price. In other words, the theory that having a listing on 17,000 different websites is somehow going to increase the interest in the property and thus increase the sale price is false. It's not true. So, again, this whole argument about syndication, if you really drill down and look at what it is, it's agents who don't know how to self-generate, who have to buy buyer leads. They obviously want syndication because it gives them more opportunities to buy buyer leads, even though it's a terrible business model, versus the listing agents who are essentially allowing their and are stopping now allowing their work product, their actual listings, to be, I don't know what the word would be, exploited to benefit other people. Yes, your job as a listing agent is to get the highest price and best terms for your seller. Of course, that's your job. That is always your focus is what is best for your client. But more importantly, well, not more importantly, but equally importantly, is you have to control the information in the sense that you don't want that listing to be essentially uh, the information to be not passed along to prospective buyers correctly. You, it's your job, the seller hired you to represent the house, and once that listing is out of your control and it's being over-syndicated on all these different websites, oftentimes, and you guys know this happens, is the information's changed, the data's changed, the information now comes up with the wrong square footage, all these little data discrepancies that confuses buyers. That's the reason well, you guys you get know, buyer some, calls. This is one of the reasons why buyers do things that we hate, like going direct to the listing agent. Okay, You guys all like to complain about that. You're calling a lot of these leads back, and they don't even want to work with you because they're so frustrated about getting incorrect information. The house is already sold, or it wasn't what they thought it was. It just frustrates the person that you're trying to help. So there's like all these different things that are wrong with the scenario. And I, th I think a lot of this also is creative, although quite expensive, avoidance of doing the things that are more effective and more direct and, incidentally, less expensive, the self-generation stuff that we teach in coaching. Well, so, again, guys, think about this. The best buyer leads, the best buyers are going to be driving neighborhoods. They're going to be calling off signs. And that's the reason that the most powerful agents in the country will always be listing agents. Guys, check out a website. Check out this product called 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. It's a number, right? The number one, then 800, then HOME-HOTLINE.COM. That right there is the only buyer lead generation tool you need. But in order for that to work, you're going to need some listings. So the reality of it is, is where your focus has to be, if you're wanting to be where the puck is going to be, I'm thinking of Joel and Michelle McClintock and tying into our interview that we did yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. We were talking about that Wayne Gretzky quote. Is the focus has to be on learning how to be a listing agent. Get off this perilous buying buyer leads hamster wheel. It will not end well. It cannot end well. You are going to get more emails, and they're going to tell you, guess what? We're, upping your, we're increasing your rate. At the same time, you know the buyer quality is going to go down. That will continue. It will continue to be oversaturated like it is now, but to a level that you simply 
cannot believe. You'll be spending all this money, and the lead quality, to Julie's point, will be as good as just opening up the old-fashioned white pages and start randomly calling through the white pages. That's how bad it will become. Mark my word. Hold us accountable to it. By the end of this year, you're going to see that buying buyer leads, agents will finally be waking up to the fact that, hey, why am I not making as much money? Why have I not had as many leads? Why am I not doing as many closings? Why am I not getting as boom, 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 because of the reasons that we just told you during this and, frankly, dozens of other radio shows? So the best thing for you to do is learn how to be a listing agent. Stop procrastinating it. Stop believing that it's not something that you can easily do because you can. Become a listing agent. That's where the money is. Across the country in most major markets, the the giant that's reawakening is new construction. You're going to see new construction that's going to be emerging everywhere. And when that happens, there's going to be a ton of listings that are going to start becoming available of all the people that have been waiting for some place to move. Mm-hmm. Listing agent opportunities, guys, are increasing. The buying buyer leads, I don't know, gimmick is really what it is, is decreasing. I will give buying buyer leads a nod to something that may have worked 15 to 20 years ago, but now it's oversaturated. Too many websites selling you the same leads for an ever-increasing amount of money. You guys know where this will go. It's just common sense. Learn how to be a listing agent. So, Julie, if they're ready to learn how to be listing agents, what should they do? Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and sign up for a free coaching call so we can make an assessment of what is going to be the fastest most effective, least egregious to you way of becoming a listing agent, which inevitably will cause you to do things like a great pre-listing package, cleaning up your scripts, et cetera, et cetera. And by and large, Tim, agents always say the same thing. Once they get the basics going or they revamp the basics and they get some polish going, that it's easier than they thought it would be, especially riding this next wave as the real estate market comes roaring back with things like new construction and more sales and more inventory and all those things. The only question is how quickly will they be able to participate in it? Julie, what more can we possibly say to make these guys realize that buying buyer leads is insane? I mean, honestly, what more can we possibly do to wake them up to this? Well, I'll give you a little quick example. A coaching client of mine who lives in Alaska, okay? She made not one, not two, not three, not 5,000, but only five calls to past clients and got one immediate buyer lead out of it. Five calls. I think she spent like maybe 45 minutes. Didn't cost her one red cent. Okay? And it's funny because they always say the same thing. Gosh, I was surprised how easy that was. Okay, let's do more of that. Now, why was she effective? Because we worked on scripts. We held her accountable. She got it done. Well, so now that we're telling stories about coaching clients, I'll share one that I had. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. A coaching coaching, uh, client came to a call. He had taken five listings. Um, and he had, I believe he sold two buyers. That's what it was. I asked him his best estimate, how much time he's going to have wrapped up in uh, how much time in each of those listings, and his average commission was five grand. I'm getting to remember the details. Mm-hmm. How much mm-hmm. time from beginning to end, in other words, from the setting the listing appointment, pre-qualifying, going on the appointment, negotiating the contract, closing the transaction, right? How much time total he'd have in each of those listings? And he guessed it would be about, 15 hours. Actually, I said 15 hours. He said it would be less. And then I asked him how much time he would have wrapped. Up, he had wrapped up in the two buyers that he sold. He said each of those buyers basically amounted to the same amount of time that he's going to have invested in all five of those listings <laughs> from beginning to end. So right. he and I did the math, 
And his average, like his average hourly wage, focusing on being a listing agent, was like near a thousand dollars per hour. I mean, it just was not. It, it was incredible Crazy. compared to the buyer agent aspect of it, working on it with those two buyers, you know, which was ridiculously low by comparison. It was like a tenth. And I asked him, so why did you work with these buyers opposed to focusing on taking more listings? And he said, because I already invested so much time in these guys. At that point, I had to get them closed. They said, you know, now his focus is over the next, he's going to focus the next two weeks. He's going to take 10 listings. And I guarantee you he'll do it. For every one of those listings, guys, as a rule, you'll have two transactions. You're either doubling the listing you take or you'll take another listing or obviously you can get a buyer off that seller sign. The reality of it is, is listing agents make all the money, and there's a reason, and you have to learn that. You have to learn the skill. Stop hiding from it. Stop believing that it's harder than, you know, than it is. Yes, buying buyer leads is easy. You give someone your credit card number, you wait for the email to come in. But guys, how's that working out for most of you? It's not, is it? You know it's not. Is it going to get better or worse? We're in spring of probably what will be one of the best real estate markets that we'll have for a long time. 2014 into 2015 is going to be probably the best 12 to 24-month stretch that most of you have had in your careers if you learn how to be listing agents. If you stay on the slippery slope of buying buyer leads, that's not going to work out very well for you because more agents are getting into the business, more agents are getting back into the business, more agents are going to be buying buyer leads, and of course those companies are going to have to figure out a way to further dilute the leads that they're selling you, all the while increasing the price of the leads that they're selling you, making it so at the end of the day, if you haven't learned how to be a listing agent, you will be stunned and amazed what your outcome will be versus had you just taken the time and done the right thing and learned how to list homes. How can we help you? Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and we'll talk with all of you guys tomorrow. Remember, Steve Brown is tomorrow, President of the National Association of Realtors, and then we have Luis Ortiz on Friday, or it might be the other way around. But regardless, we have two great interviews coming up this week. Make sure you guys tune in. Have a fantastic day. See you later, everyone. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.